What are your thoughts about your career ladder? It's something I've been thinking about lately because even though companies still talk about internal career ladders, I think that concept has changed considerably even in my lifetime. You know, my grandparents, my parents still had the idea of working for one employer for life. That's no longer true. So I want to explore that in this episode and talk more about career ladders that span companies. This is Invincible Career, and I'm Larry Cornette. As I've mentioned before, I like to start my day with journaling, and I often do a lot of sketching. And recently, this concept of career ladders kept popping into my head. And it made me think about how much that has changed even in my lifetime. So a few days ago, I sketched some rough stuff in a paper notebook so I wouldn't forget about it. And today, I sat down and committed those ideas to a few illustrations. So if you want to see these illustrations, this is actually a pretty illustration-heavy newsletter that is associated with this podcast episode. If you go to newsletter.invinciblecareer.com, this is What Career Ladder Are You Building? Issue 365. So they're a little bit rough because uh, I'm not a visual designer. I mean, I was a quote designer for many years of my career, but I'm not that kind of designer. I was an interaction designer and I focused on things like the business model, product requirements, user needs, engineering capabilities, the information architecture, task flows, screen layouts, and did prototyping, things like that. I mean, I can do a little visual design and I can certainly follow a visual design framework and model, but nothing like the more talented friends that I have who create just amazing works of art. But I still like to sketch and the simple illustrations I create help me think through the ideas in my head and get them out on paper. And the process also allows me to turn those quick sketches into something I can share with other people. So that's what I did, and that's what's in the newsletter. So I want to talk a little bit about the old model. So my parents and grandparents had careers that tended to follow the ladder that I illustrated in the newsletter where you start with your job, you get a career, you try to make as much money as possible, and the goal is to get to retirement. So yeah, you go to school, you stay with that employer for life when you get your first job, and hopefully you climb higher up the ladder. You want to potentially move into management, make a lot of money. And then when's that magical day going to happen? When do you retire? So you never have to work again. And then you spend the rest of your life golfing, fishing, playing bingo and things like that. But I'm Gen X. And even though probably older than some of you listening to this, I thought my career would follow that path too. I thought I'd climb the corporate ladder just as all of our parents did. And strive for that golden retirement age, but the world changed and very few people commit to an employer for the entire duration of their careers now. So what do we actually need? You know, if this old model is broken, you know, I was taught to chase money and to seek a career that would make me financially successful. That's what mattered most. 
That's what my career advisor told me to do when I was in high school. This job will pay the best. So this is the degree you you should pursue. <laughs> and the whole idea is that, you know, you're going to buy happiness through material possessions that basically signal your success in life. Get the big house, buy a fancy car, get a boat, raise your family and pump as much money as you can into your retirement account. And that is how you achieved safety and security. Unfortunately, that model actually leaves you pretty vulnerable. And I've talked about that before. Chasing money and spending more and more money to be happy becomes a trap. And leaving your fate in the hands of an employer, especially a single employer, that isn't very safe. So what we actually want and need is a path to eventually getting to security and fulfillment. And that begins at the bottom of the ladder with safety, climbing up into mastery, mastery of our craft and our profession, and then hopefully finding some meaning in our work on the way to security and fulfillment. And yes, safety is essential. The foundation of your career ladder depends on it. It's almost impossible to focus on the mastery of your craft and your profession when you don't feel safe at work. And without safety, finding purpose and meaning, it's a distant dream. You can't even think about it. But safety goes beyond a steady paycheck. It's not just about the money. We want to feel safe at work without a looming threat of being fired or a corporate layoff hanging over our heads. We want to work in a safe environment without bad bosses berating us every day. Toxic coworkers who undercut us, play politics, and corrosive cultures that damage our confidence. And that does happen. In other words, we need psychological safety too. And as Google discovered in their research to discover the secrets of effective teams, they talked about that, psychological safety. It refers to an individual's perception of the consequences of taking an interpersonal risk or a belief that a team is safe for risk-taking in the face of being seen as ignorant, incompetent, negative, or disruptive. In a team with high psychological safety, teammates feel safe to take risks around their team members. They feel confident that no one on the team will embarrass or punish anyone else for admitting a mistake, asking a question, or offering a new idea. So how do you build the rungs in your ladder to climb to higher levels of career safety? And I've talked about this before when I identified how we become vulnerable in the first place and what we can do about it. And there are a few activities that build your security and safety. One is to hone your craft and become incredibly good at what you do. So whatever you do for your profession, get really, really good at it. Identify your unique talents, strengths, and experiences and double down on making yourself valuable and indispensable. And it's all about being uniquely valuable because no one else can be you. And no one can do precisely what you do. Find ways to mitigate weaknesses, kind of work around them and address vulnerabilities. 
And sometimes some of those weaknesses are simply undiscovered and undeveloped strengths. I talked about that, getting better at public speaking. Um, Another strategy is to always be networking. I talk about your network all the time. Always be networking, connecting with people and discovering opportunities because you do. You do when you network. And then always be open to having conversations and even interviews to keep your interviewing skills sharp. An important one is to create additional sources of income beyond your primary job. Having a single source of income that depends on you going to the office every day or doing work every day for an employer, is that's risky. And so you need to look at entrepreneurial explorations, you know, side hustles, passive income. I have a lot of friends that have purchased rental properties and have income from those. So it's not just their primary job. And then finally, managing your budget, reducing expenses, super important, and building up a financial cushion, which gives you time to find a new job if something goes sideways. You know, for example, I was lucky to have developed a pretty robust professional network early in my career. You know, I worked at IBM, but it was really Apple, I think, that that did the most for me. My Apple colleagues have stayed in touch and supported each other for more than 20 years. And then later, this network opened doors for me with multiple startups, got me in the door with a startup job and connecting with the startups, employers. You know, I was even hired by one of my old managers, you know, from Apple uh, and finding clients and landing clients because they wanted to work with people from Apple. So I always felt this sense of safety, which gave me the courage to take risks that advanced my career and business. I always knew that I just had to contact a few people, send an email, make a few phone calls, and I could have a new job within a week or two. And that feeling of security is invaluable. Take the time to build it for your career, and it will enable you to focus on those higher rungs on the ladder of mastery and meaning. Because the reality is, there is a harsh reality of what employment really means, being an employee. And looking back now, I'm kind of amused by my my naivete as a young employee in the tech industry. I mean, I thought my career would take care of itself if I worked hard and put in long hours. And boy, did I put in long hours. And always going above and beyond. Did a lot of that too. Young me also thought that my job would always be secure. I mean, talk about being naive. I'd never been fired before. I'd never experienced a corporate layoff. But that all changed in one day at IBM when they had their first layoff in its corporate history. I was there that day, and it was a pretty (laughs) surreal experience. People were really panicking. It just didn't happen. And lo and behold, big layoff. I also experienced multiple rounds of layoffs during my time at Apple. And I still think back to that time and uh, how my answer to one question probably saved my job. You know, the rather innocuous question, hey, you're familiar with Unix, right? This is before the, um, the acquisition of Next. So you can understand where that question was coming from. Um, you know, I can't really blame my young self, though. Multiple people, multiple educators, 
assured me that great workers don't lose their jobs. If you're great, you don't lose your job. Hard workers are always in demand. And yeah, there is some truth to that. But as I discovered at IBM, Apple, and Yahoo, and one of my first startup experiences, that was fun, there are no guarantees. Safety is never guaranteed, even in a supposedly secure traditional job. You could be amazingly talented and valuable, yet still lose your job due to poor corporate planning and decisions that require massive strategic changes, project cancellations, big budget cuts, sunsetting products, entire products and product teams get laid off, and layoffs to save money. When the rung you are standing on starts burning, you have no choice but to find a way to rebuild it, often on your own, but you can. You can rebuild rungs on your ladder with new jobs and new employers. And that's why I think it's so important that you own your ladder. And the sooner you accept full responsibility for your professional growth and career ladder, the better off you will be. No one cares about your career as much as you do. No boss will take ownership of your path and future. Only you will. You must build your own ladder to get the safety, growth, security, and fulfillment you need. The old days are behind us, far behind us, of joining a company and climbing an internal career ladder for the rest of your professional life. And if you want security, you want growth and fulfillment, you have to build your own ladder to get it. And that can be a combination of employment, working for someone else, and entrepreneurship. And I know that building your ladder may feel overwhelming, but it is ultimately empowering. Your career exists far beyond the walls of any one company. So when you do this, you get to plan the path that is best for you. In this modern, connected, remote, global working world, you have an almost infinite number of rungs, ladder rungs, to choose from. Intentionally choose employers who will give you the skills, knowledge, and experience you need to keep climbing your unique ladder. Where you have a gap, where there's something you want to acquire, some type of skill, some type of experience with a vertical industry, choose an employer who will give it to you. You can even select rungs from the wonderful world of entrepreneurship as I have. It is easier than ever before to transition from employee to solopreneur. And as you've heard me say before, I am building a course and community this year to help people become solopreneurs. Initially, as a side hustle, maybe building it while you're still employed, but then figuring out what's the path to get there. And I linked that in the newsletter. So just go to newsletter.invinciblecareer.com. Not too hard to find. And you also have to own your growth plan. If you're lucky, you may find yourself working for great managers and leaders who want to help you grow within the company. That's great. It's wonderful when it happens. I've had that happen. They will challenge you. They will mentor you. 
and they will pull you up the ladder into roles that elevate you and tap into your potential. Growth, moving up that ladder, it requires movement, challenges, making changes and taking on risk. However, not everyone is so lucky. Most employers, most managers are pretty average. And a few are downright terrible and destructive. We've all had a few really bad bosses. You may be on your own or you may need to work with a career coach like myself. So go to invinciblecareer.com if you want to learn more. But no matter what you do, Advancing your career and investing in your professional development requires some discomfort and conquering fears because comfort leads to stagnation. Growth requires stepping into more challenging roles, often moving to new employers and assuming more significant risks. And I've talked about that as the Silicon Valley promotion, jumping between companies. Sometimes that's the best way to grow your career. You should build your career ladder with the employers and positions that will help you climb to reach the vision you have for your professional life. And I hope you have a vision for where you want to end up. Create a plan that puts you on the path to professional mastery. You want to become so good at what you do and so well-known in your industry that you are always in demand. When you climb the ladder to that level of extreme competence and excellence, you become an opportunity magnet. Hiring managers and recruiters will be contacting you every week and trying to poach you from your current employer. You don't have to hunt for new jobs. They find you. And then a little bit about viewing things through an entrepreneurial lens. I mean, I often talk about treating your career like a business and the product that business sells is you. So in that sense, we all need to be more entrepreneurial. We all should do a better job of marketing and promoting ourselves. People who do this have jobs come to them. Everyone is aware of who they are. However, I also believe that true entrepreneurship, not just behaving like an entrepreneur, actually building your own business, it provides security, freedom, and growth in ways that no nine-to-five job ever can. And I've lived in both worlds. I've moved back and forth. I've had my own businesses multiple times. I've been an employee multiple times. I worked as an employee for IBM and Apple and eBay and Yahoo. But when you have your own business, it's different. It's completely different. You, for example, will never fire yourself. (laughs) And hopefully you don't mistreat yourself and shout at yourself. You'll never be forced into early retirement by age discrimination. I think the entrepreneurial path is fantastic for older people. Because there is... Ageism in the industry, especially in tech. I know people have been forced into early retirement. And I know people 
over the age of 40, definitely over 50, who are having trouble finding new jobs. Well, when you build your own business, no one can do that to you. And you can build your business 100% around your talents, your strengths, your experience, and your interest. You also get to decide where, when, and how you work every day. You get to decide with whom you work every day. You choose your coworkers if you want some. The people you partner with, you get to choose your clients. And then finally, you get to plan a future when you build your own business that maximizes your safety and security, that helps you develop the professional mastery that you want and creates purpose and meaning in your life. Now, is it easy to do this? Of course not. It's really hard. (laughs) Building a business is hard work. I'm not going to tell you it's easy. But at least you control your destiny. The harder you work, the more you get out of it. And the better your decisions, the better your outcomes. Not always true as an employee. It is certainly possible to find purpose and meaning in the work you do for an employer, though. Some of my friends are working on solutions that will change the world. I have some friends working on cures for cancer, for example. But if you aren't finding meaning in your day job, it's crucial to create it for yourself. I often say that entrepreneurship is one of the best opportunities to build your life around something that matters to you. You literally get to define what you do so you can decide how you can potentially change people's lives and make a difference in the world. And in the end, don't we all want security, happiness, and fulfillment? I mean, if you have found a way to get all of those things with a trusted employer, employer, who will never, ever let you down? I'm not going to sing it. Well, more power to you. If you found fulfillment, security, meaning and purpose, freedom, financial independence, mental, emotional, and physical health and happiness, stick with it. But if you want to build it for yourself then you have to make it happen. If you desire all of those things and some magical employer still hasn't shown up in your life, it's time to take ownership and make it happen. You deserve it. And life is too short to keep waiting. Here's some final thoughts about retirement. Because it is uh, at the top of the ladder for some people. I mean, maybe you are on a good path in your career as an employee and set up pretty well for your retirement. But I'm already seeing that most of us, and I'm talking about Gen X like myself, millennials, Gen Z, my children, now Gen Alpha, it's a new one, (laughs) and beyond. These people, these generations, they, they don't want to retire fully the way our grandparents and parents did. We have things we want to accomplish that have nothing to do with our employers or maybe even our professions. 
We have personal goals. We have dreams that we want to see come true. And that, that's what gives our lives meaning and purpose. Once we've locked in our financial security and independence, an exciting phase of life can begin. We get a chance to pursue fulfillment in a way that many people from previous generations could not. It is a gift. So take advantage of the opportunity. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to learn more about me and how I could potentially help you, check out InvincibleCareer.com. If you're interested in being notified about upcoming releases of my podcast episodes, please subscribe. And I would certainly appreciate a rating review if you could make the time for that. Thank you. Until next time, I wish you the best of luck in becoming an opportunity magnet for the best things in life.